0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: But, uh, all right, let's go to the NFC game first. Let's go through yesterday's contests in detail here and chop it up, Danny. We'll start with the 49ers coming back to demoralize the Lions. Detroit played a nearly perfect first half. You could hang Ben Johnson's first 15 script in the Louvre. The Lions got the ball, start the game by going 75 yards on four plays, a 42-yard end around by Jamison Williams, who made some huge plays in the game, 7-0 lead for Detroit. Then they get the ball back on their second drive, 11 plays, 62 yards for a touchdown. You can't start faster and better than that offense did. They would get 10 more points on their next three drives. They were rolling in the first half, Danny, 18 first downs, nine passing, nine rushing, very balanced. Five for seven at converting third downs, 280 net yards. They ran for 148 at halftime, threw for another 132, and only had one penalty. Just staggering. Uh, Jared
2: Goff on that first drive, bootleg little dump-off completion of Sam Laporta for a, for a first down. Other than that, just smash-mouth runs. Whatever happened on that reverse to Jameson Williams, or around, I guess is what you would call it, The entire 49ers defense bit on that fake. Whatever that is, is the thing I want more than anything else. I want that. I want, you can line up and play, line up and do some stuff. I want that trickery that gets guys so out of position that the fastest dude on the field getting the football is a complete surprise to everybody. The entire defensive line, the linebackers, they all crashed on what looked like a, halfback dive or, you know, some power run action in the middle of the field, and here comes little Jamison Williams sprinting around the edge with only one guy to beat, and he does, for a touchdown.
1: That is the thing I covet more than anything. Well, you can get it. You're interviewing the guy that put it, it all together tomorrow morning. The 49ers come out of halftime. They were down 24-7 to at the half. Dan Campbell had a chance on a fourth and goal from the three to go for a potential touchdown and go up 28-7 before the half decides to kick the field goal, one of the only times in the game he would. They make the field goal. So it was a 17-point lead for Detroit at the half. And it was funny to me because after the game, Kyle Shanahan was being interviewed about what he had told his team at halftime. And he's like, we're only down 17. It's not that big of a deal. That's a huge number. Yeah, like 17 <laughs> felt really big. But San Francisco felt good about their offense and their ability to come back for the second time as many weeks. And they did that. They came out of the half. Shanahan says he told the offense, we have to get points on this drive if we are going to win. They stalled, but they did get a field goal. Nine-play drive, pulled it within 14. Here's the sequence where the whole game goes off the rails for the Detroit Lions. Detroit is now up by 14. They get the ball back in the third quarter. They go on a, what looked like, the first half, just a clinical march, 42 yards. They have a fourth and two set up in field goal range. Dan Campbell elects to go for the fourth and two. Now, he's being lambasted for going for fourth downs in this game. Ben Johnson's design worked. Josh Reynolds is wide open. Danny, Josh Reynolds drops the pass. They don't convert. The 49ers take over, and the whole game changed. That was a massive sequence. Now, some of the things
2: had nothing to do with the fourth down, like a, a David Montgomery fumble later on, and um, you know some other moments where guys are dropping passes. Josh Reynolds dropped two, but that's a pivotal moment is what ends up happening. Uh, the third and fourth, third, third, rather, third down and four call it's a, a little bit of a gimmick run now, I'm Amon Ross St. Brown to bring it to fourth and two. San Francisco, to their credit, great defense called, but incomplete pass. Josh Reynolds drops it, right? Then the game changes. San Francisco has all the momentum, and they never look back.
1: They get the ball back at their own 28-yard line. Five plays later, 78-yard touchdown drive. Fueled by the 51-yard completion off of a defensive back's helmet and hands. Just a complete key horseshoe, as I like to call it. Now, Brock Birdie did some incredible things in this game. He was running all over the place in the second half. He had 51 rushing yards. I mean, he was huge after halftime. But that throw, that play that changed everything, Mm -hmm. what a crazy play that was. That is a San Francisco's got luck on their side today, not Detroit kind of moment. So the 51-yard completion, Ayuk, sets up a touchdown. It's now a seven-point game. And here we go. This is quicksand. You remember the scene from Replacements? Where they're talking about who knows what quicksand is. feel like you're in quicksand. He's like, you mean when you're like in quicksand? And he's like, no, the football version. When everything bad is happening and you can't stop it. The next play, you're only up seven now. Wheels are coming off the wagon. Lions take the field. Someone's got to make a play. First play of the drive. Jameer Gibbs loses a fumble at the line of scrimmage. That lost fumble looms massive. San Francisco first and 10 at the plus 24. Four plays later, they score, and the game is tied. A 17-0 run, Danny, that took exactly eight game minutes. Mm. It, felt, it felt less than that in real time. Just a meltdown for the Lions.
2: Yeah, I misspoke. Obviously, it was Gibbs, not uh, Montgomery with the fumble. But at that point now, Detroit is you know, standing eight count in the middle of the ring. Right? They get knocked around. Their next drive after the touchdown by San Francisco, they stall pretty quickly. They punt, and you're going, oh, my God. San Francisco's going to run away with this thing.
1: Well, there's more context needed than that, right? So the game is tied. The Lions get the ball back, and they go three and out. So not even pretty quickly. It's a three and out. First and ten run, got zero. Second and ten. Goff throws an okay ball. Laporta had his hands on it. A little more ball placement would have helped. He gets blown up. Mm -hmm. Laporta loses the football, can't make the catch. It's third and ten. And then Josh Reynolds, wide open, Drops a second pass of the half. The same guy that dropped the pass Uh on the fourth and two for what would have been like a 13-yard deep over kind of crosser. First down, well-designed. Let's move the chains, run some clock, try to go take the lead. He drops the pass, gives the ball back to San Francisco. But before they even got the ball, people forget this play. I thought this was huge. On that punt after the drop, what's their punter's name? Something Fox? Jack Fox. Jack Fox. Fox? Boots the ball 70 yards, basically. A bomb. I mean, yeah. it was incredible. And it bounces at the two straight up into the air like one of the the fountains at the Bellagio. Just waiting to be caught. Some goofball. I don't know who it was. All he was trying to do was his best. But in that moment, just doing too much, yeah. basically jumps up and gets the ball and carries it into the end zone.
2: He's like, I should probably step into the end zone here.
1: Instead of first and 10 from the one and a half for Sneaky San Francisco, play, right? they bring the ball out to the 20. They end up going on an 11-play drive at that point. 65 yards plus a penalty. Kick a field goal. They take a 27-24 lead. And that's when I thought Purdy took over. For all the knocks on Brock Purdy, I don't think he threw the ball particularly well. I thought it was another kind of or worse Shaky, I thought. game slinging the ball around. However...
2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: He was Lamar Jackson in the second half. Mm -hmm. He was what the Ravens wished Lamar Jackson was yesterday. (laughs) I mean, 51 rushing yards. He made back-breaking scrambles over and over again. you got to love what he gave San Francisco. 100%.
2: And sometimes, you know, it's not how you draw it up. Or even the second option after you drew it up. Or even something you'd even think was reasonable. He squirted out of there a couple different times. And instead of just getting the four or five yards, he's making guys miss in the secondary. He's diving forward for big gains. Enormous for them. Because at times, they were stymied. They couldn't get the ball to Kittle. Detroit does usually a really good job against tight ends yep. uh, for the most part. You know, Debo Samuel didn't seem to be quite himself in and out of the game a couple different times, nursing you, the shoulder see, or otherwise.
1: I thought he was awesome.
2: I do too, but he, he had to come off the field a bunch. Okay, I guess is true. kind of my point. He was getting treatment. Yeah.
1: But he, to me, in-game, when he was breaking tackles and running over dudes. Oh, he's tough as nails. I never would have known that guy was on the injury report. But, so it's a three-point game now. Game's not over. Lions get the ball back. I'm texting with Ryan. I'm You know, he's all in on the Jared Goff comeback story, whatever. And I'm like... Your boy's got to make a throw. Somebody somebody has to make a play. Somebody's got to do something right here and right now. And the Lions did. They moved the football. They get going again. They hit on a couple of things. They get Amon Ross St. Brown targeted for the first time. It felt like in an hour. And they start driving. But now it's fourth and three at the 30-yard line. Do you kick to tie the game from 48? Do you go for it? Dan Campbell again elects to go for it. They don't get it. That time, I don't even think the play was... Particularly good play for Ben Johnson. I will say that on the backside, Reynolds came wide open. Goff maybe had already decided I'm never throwing to him again. Uh, So he was just kind (laughs) of flushed to the right. Wasn't going to throw against traffic. Just threw a looping pass to the ground deep down the field. But they didn't get another fourth down. San Fran took over with 7.32 to go. And that was it. That was all she wrote. The Niners go on to score a touchdown. Uh, They go up 10 on a seven-play, 70-yard drive. Key to that drive again. Was Brock Purdy with his feet. Mm -hmm. 22-yard scramble. That was awesome. Put the game on ice. Quick note on the broadcast. Uh, It's sad. We got no more
2: Greg Olson. Yes. That guy is so fantastic. I just want more. I want Greg Olson to tell me about what's happening. He's really, really good at it. He had a great breakdown uh, on the telecast about the Detroit fourth down play that ends up with Goff kind of scrambling to his side and you know, flinging it in the air to a a space uh, where nobody could catch it, obviously. But that was designed to beat a man concept, which is what they thought they were getting. It's these mesh crossing routes, which are really hard to keep up with if you're running in man. It was a zone-type coverage. San Francisco disguised it really well. Felt like they did that a couple times, just at the exact right moment. You're always betting and playing that live chess match. I think they're going to run this, so I'll run that. Well, they think I'm going to run this, so I'm going to run something else against yeah. type, et cetera. Those are kind of those moments where games are won and lost. Went bad for Detroit.
1: Yeah, Ben Johnson, if every play is a match, a round of the fight, probably run one like – three-quarters of the rounds or more against Steve Wilkes. That was a big round, and Wilkes won that one for sure. I just thought among the storylines then in this game, final score, San Francisco 34, Detroit 31. First and foremost, Brock Purdy with his feet in the second half I thought was massive. Christian McCaffrey is just a star. Could have easily had three touchdowns. He had to leave the field after landing on his head after a 25-yard run to get down to the goal line at the end of the game. But he ran for 90 on 20 attempts. He is a workhorse, just an absolute stud. And as far as 49ers defense went, as bad as they were in the first half, they did some good things in the second half to make plays. The Lions still moved the ball when they weren't dropping passes. Like It wasn't like they were punting or they were going three and out that only happened once. But give San Francisco some credit. They, They bowed up. They made a couple of big plays defensively. They shut the rundown as the game went on much more effectively. And essentially, dare Jared Goff to make plays from the pocket. And things got tougher for Detroit at that point. But I love Sam Laporta, 9 for 97, 13 targets. I thought they had to get Amon Ron St. Brown the ball more in the second half. They didn't do it. He had just two catches for 14 yards after halftime. It's a tough one for the Lions fans. You got there because Dan Campbell was gunslinging and going for fourth downs and shooting from the hip. And then you end up in two huge spots not converting instead of taking points.
2: Yeah, it's the team's personality. It's their DNA, right? And that's who they are. Sometimes there's a other side to that coin, right? Where we, We're not talking about the times where it worked for them over the course of the year. But again, against Dallas, we're going for two no matter what. What if you get backed up 10 yards? Doesn't matter. We're still going, ah, okay, stick to your guns. And when it doesn't work in major spots, it's it's easy to ask a question.
1: It definitely is. I think the dialogue in general has been bad Mm -hmm. on the Dan Campbell situation because the idea that people will bring up that are anti-analytics are, he lost them the game on those two downs. When if you look at expected points lost for any snap, like in other words, every snap is given at the end of the game a plus or a minus what it was worth to the, the outcome. The Gibbs fumble was the biggest subtraction of the day for the Lions. The Ayuk reception off of a face mask was the second biggest uh, number that was taken away from their cause. The fourth and two drop by Reynolds, which was not you went for that, you shouldn't. That's a wide open converted fourth down. He dropped it. That's minus 3.2 expected points added. The incomplete to St. Brown on fourth and three was listed fourth there. That was kind of the first of the decisions that you could say, Not a good plan, not a good idea, didn't get it. But on that one, too, like, everyone just assumes they would have hit that 48-yard field goal to tie it. Is anyone familiar with Michael Badgley's career? I've not heard people talking much about the fact that from 48-plus, the kicker for the Lions in his career is 9-for-20. I'm going to repeat that again. The guy that Dan Campbell elected not to ask to kick a 48-yarder in his career is 9-for-20. And now you're kicking from 48 with a Super Bowl trip potentially on the line. Like, I'm sure that is just a foregone conclusion that he would have gotten it. Would you rather put the ball in a Ross St. Brown or Jameer Gibbs or Jared Goff's hands? Maybe. So I didn't have that big of an issue uh, with going for it. Obviously, it didn't work. And then you have to say, by not getting it, it was costly and one of the reasons why they lost
2: Indeed. the Indeed. I mean, again, it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? I mean, the... I find myself in a unique spot a lot of times when things like this happen where I'm arguing against everybody to my left and to my right. Like, on one side, it's, you know, Neanderthal football guy. I told you no sheet of papers ever won a football game. Cool. Okay, thanks. We should welcome more information. Then there's the relentless defense of actually the algorithm. What? The po- My problem there is we ended up previously welcoming analytics and data because we were slaves to a convention, right, where you got to punt every fourth down, you play a field position game, etc., now I feel like we may be slaves to that one, right? Where it's it's one convention has been replaced with another where you go because the computer said so. There are nuance. there are decisions to be made. I didn't have an enormous problem with both of those. I felt like I probably would have kicked the first one with an attempt to go up three scores again. But, you know, that's their DNA. It's who they are. It's how they got here.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?